face with MJ and Dolph. Let's go! Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Game Face with MJ and Dolph. Today, I am excited to say that we have a special guest here with us. Um, one of the things that we're going through, as you guys know, we don't stick to the regular format. This isn't the sports desk. We're not ESPN. We want to get in and talk about some sports that you're not watching, but you should be. There's a lot of fun sports out there, a lot of really interesting sports, and there's some that are really coming up on the horizon right now that you should be paying attention to because they're a lot of fun. And let me tell you, on this one, if you're not paying attention, you're not going to have much of a choice real soon because it is blowing up and it's blowing up in the best way possible. Now, let me start out by saying first, I am a major homer on this when you see the shirt. My daughter goes to Kansas Wesleyan University, roll, roll Yotes. She is a coyote. <laughs> we have her head coach right now, Coach Nguyen. Coach. She, she is one hell of a coach. I've seen her coaching. I've been on the sidelines, and we are excited to have her. Um, Dolph, I jumped, completely jumped over you on this one, but I'm going to continue to do that. So, Coach Nguyen, if you want to go ahead and give us a little bit of background on, on who you are so then our viewers uh, can kind of be in touch with you. Absolutely. Um, first, I appreciate you having me on. This is really exciting. Like you said, I think flag football is the new up and coming sport. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I started out playing flag football uh, in NFL flag when I was seven and never really stopped. Uh, it kind of became a passion of mine. It kind of defined my character and I've just grown to really love it. So started coaching in college for a club team at University of Maryland. So you'll see go Terps uh, in the back. And then uh, went on to coach WFN Team America, which is a U.S. team that travels to other countries. So we travel internationally and then found an opportunity at Kansas Wesleyan and have loved it ever since. So that's where I am now. Yeah, and I, I can vouch for every part of that story. And not just that. My daughter, when um, when she started playing flag football, it was, oh, that's great. You know, something for her to do that's really nice. And then we moved to the Tampa area and we find out there's scholarships for this thing. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, this <laughs> no is kidding, a scholarship right? sport. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she was already head, head first. She was in love with the sport. But my eyes have been opened so much as this process has gone through. And one of them, thanks to Coach Nguyen, was the team came to Tampa uh, for the world championships. Now, world championships, in my opinion, gets you overused quite a bit, depending on the sport. This was a legit world championship. Like, there's people coming in from all over the freaking planet to play flag football at all different ages. We're not just talking about kids. We're talking about kids all the way up to adults. People are getting paid to play flag football. It's so and awesome. It's, it is so exciting, some of these games to watch, that we were just in Atlanta for the national championships. And some of these games had me jumping out of my jumping out of my seat, whether or not it was K-Dub or somebody else that was playing. Just it, it's that exciting of a sport. Don't take for granted that it's football with flags. No, it's football. The only thing you're not Absolutely. having is the blocking from other people. So the game is actually a little bit faster than what you're used to because the quarterback can't sit back there for a count two, three and four. There's somebody rushing immediately and you can't really contact them to block. So whatever you think about flag football. Forget it right now. Don't believe the hype. And trust me, you need to start paying attention to this. So I got a question. Is it like I'm completely ignorant of the sport, just so you know. Um, <laughs> I watched. Well, when I was growing up and I'm I'm old, I'm an old guy. 
um, flag football for like women and stuff was like the powder puff game of the seniors. And it yeah. wasn't anything, they didn't have anything going on like that. And it sucks because I think there was some amazing women in my school that would have been crazy good at this. I've seen them throw football. They were amazing. I just, I, I love that this is a thing. And I love that your daughter got involved with this MJ. Like seriously, it, I, from watching from afar, I've, I've watched that little girl grow up and I'm telling you that she has lived and breathed football since I can remember her. She was always go dolphins, go caves. Like she was always all into it. And I love that. Like she was the girl. It was awesome. And MJ as a dad, just let her on the way. And, and it's just so cool that it took this turn that she found a way to go to college off of the same exact thing. The question, how long, how long has this been going on? Like as far as like college uh, scholarships and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. It's actually still an emerging sport in uh, college. So the only, uh, I guess, division that has it is NAIA. Um, those are the only schools that offer official collegiate flag football as a sport. Um, and it's only been around for three years. And Kansas Wesleyan was actually one of the first schools in the country that had uh, flag football as an official collegiate sport. So um, it makes me really proud to represent Kansas Wesleyan, but it's a, it's a new sport still. It's emerging, it's growing. I think the first year they had nine teams. Second year we had around 16. Third year we have, uh, you know, 19 teams. And the next year I think we have 24. So, I mean, it's a, a sport that's rapidly growing in college um, and on the college scene. Yeah, definitely to expand on that a little bit. I mean, they've gone from just a couple of teams to now official conferences. And to be able to get into the national championship, which, by the way, the national championship second year in a row was held at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, the same place the Falcons play. I mean, that's so a little stadium. It's no big deal. It only has about, oh, what, 10, yeah. 10 15,000 people coming there. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. It, Nothing it's, it's, it has a sunroof and stuff. A little I mean, sunroof. Yeah, 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 no big deal. Right. No big deal. Atlanta who? What? No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the competition is fierce. The competition is fierce. I remember us going through the recruiting cycle, and it was multiple schools that we were talking to. And it felt like the regular recruiting cycle that you would from any other sport. Why? Because it is. And I know the coach Nguyen because she's very humble, says, you know, it's an emerging sport and all of these things and all that going. Look, these schools that are playing it, they are the D1. Yeah. They are the D1 for this sport. There is no other division. And these girls know it. They're playing hard out there. And there's rivalries to build up. Some of them, we don't like to see them the way that they are, but it get, it can get a little tough out there. It really can. So don't think that well, this is professional sports. Absolutely. Like Dolph brought up. This is, this is blood, sweat, and tears. Unfortunately, some people get injured while they're out there because they're going 110% all the time. So yeah, what are they? I'm sorry. About, sorry, I meant we were kind of talked about on the collegiate level, you know, it is emerging, um, but flag football has kind of been around for a very long time, even way before college has recognized it. So I think now that it's being recognized by colleges and universities, it's growing even rapidly. I mean, even faster. But beyond that, it's been on the international level for over 10 years. You know, it's been on the national level and in domestic uh, tournaments for over 10 years. And anybody who's been part of flag football through that journey has kind of seen this growth. And then in, only in the past three to five years has it really exploded. So, I mean, it's been around for a while. So what are their possibilities of like a professional career after like, like the NFL is with the fur dudes. I get that. What can they do? And like, I'm, I'm going to be blunt. What kind of money can they make doing this professionally when they get out of college? Like, is there a place? So not officially yet, but I think it's 
definitely on the rise. Um, there are some talks within the flag world of it becoming a professional sport where players will get paid to play. Um, I mean, I think last last year or two years ago, there's a league called the AFFL, and um, they had a tournament series that kind of wanted to push for athletes to get paid, flag football athletes mm -hmm. to get paid. And because it was still an emerging sport, right, the money is not quite there yet, but what they did was they had all these tournaments and you pay a fee to be part of the tournament. And at the end, the winner of the tournament gets a lump sum. And nice. it ended up being like $200,000 oh, um, grand nice. prize. Heck and then, yeah. you know, you divide it for between the people who have sponsored you and the players. I mean, I would say if I were to guess, each player of that winning team ended up walking out with around $15,000 per person. So there's like real money Ooh. involved here. And this is just the first year of it kind of being a, a professional sport. Um, on top of that, I know that there's some players that are sponsored. So they have their flights paid for, party buses or travel accommodation paid for. Um, and now we have NIL deals, which is a whole nother okay. animal in itself. Um, but it's definitely growing and there's real opportunities to be had. And let, let me branch out on that just a little bit, uh, because this is actually a sport that is going to very soon. And this is why I was telling you, if you're not paying attention soon, you won't have a choice. It's going to be in the Olympics. Oh, it's going to be part of the Olympics. They're going to have men's and women's flag football. Heck yeah. And it's, it's a thing. It's coming, and it's coming really fast. One of the reasons that I was pointing at myself is because I just happened to, and I don't ever talk about it because I don't know exactly what's going on at the moment. I just happened to be an investor in oh, the really? AFFL. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, they put out the thing with Chad Ochocinco yep. was going ahead and recruiting for people, and mm -hmm. I threw in a little bit of money on it, and I have my little certificate put away there, and we'll see what ends up happening in the future. Yeah. I remember that's, um, that's I think cool. last year they started a crowdfunding uh, investment idea because they couldn't get mm. one or two solid good investors. So they decided let's use the community to kind of yeah. invest and fund. And so if you're part of that, that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm, it, I'm, I'm a little upset now. I'm, like, I'm why do you tell me? Well, I mean, you know, some people are in the owner suite. Some people are in the stands. I'll be in the stands, I guess. I see how it is. <laughs> okay, so coach, I wanted to get in a couple of things with you because, uh, you know, we want, we want, uh, our viewers, our listeners, uh, that guy in Belgium that listens to us, um, to really yeah. understand what it right. is that's going on. Um, so what, what are, what are, what would you say, what's your favorite thing about the sport? Oh, I mean, I could go on and on, but, um, ultimately there's, so I've, I've always loved, flag, uh, sorry, football, tackle football. Um, but I kind of love flag football a little bit more because it's like you said, it's a little bit faster paced. It's kind of the highlight reel of tackle football. So, I think it's faster pace. You got to get the ball out faster. All the big plays that you love in tackle football is essentially almost always happening in flag. Yeah. So the big runs, um, you still have to juke. You still have to cut the big one-handed catches. You can, you know, get mossed over someone or head tap. So the highlight reel sells itself, right? It's the way that the sport is kind of made is made for big plays. Um, it's a very offensive, heavy game. So it's great, a uh, great time to watch. But then on top of that, it's just very inclusive. Um, you don't have to be the biggest. You don't have to be the tallest to necessarily succeed in flag football. For me, I've always believed it's the great equalizer, right? We have somebody who's 4'9 on our team who just dominates because she's so fast and quick. Um, oh, yeah. Whereas, you know, there's tall girls too, who of course have their advantages, 
but across the board, you can kind of be any shape and size and really be inclusive in flag football. And so I, for me, those are the two things that definitely stand out the most about flag football is it's inclusive, it's fast, it's fun, it's you can watch it, you can play it. And I mean, the community itself is just very inclusive. Um, there's a special group of people, I think, that didn't quite find their communities in other groups. And flag football is like, all right, there's something for me. Um, we found that I've gone to a bunch of, you know, camps and clinics kind of throughout the country of states starting flag football programs. And what we found was there's a large group of girls, particularly, who have never played a sport and kind of fell in love with flag football and found it as their their niche, right? Um, so it's inclusive in the way that you can be physically any body type to play, but also in this kind of, we found this community of people who didn't do softball, soccer when they were little, and now all of a sudden in high school have found a, a sport that they can play and they want to play and they want to learn. So I, mean, I love the fact, I love the fact that you used the inclusive term <clears throat> and I'll explain why um, with sports as parents, we know what the challenges are. You know, when, when you get into baseball, you, you need to buy a bat, you need to buy a glove, you need to buy the cleats, you need to buy the uniform, you need to buy this and that and the next thing. Tackle football, um, you know, you've got the, the helm, sometimes the helmets and jerseys that you got to buy. Pads, you have to buy the equipment, the, the mouth guards. It's, it's an on and on list. That's where for such a long time, for generations, soccer and basketball have had a huge advantage because you need a ball. You need a ball and you can go play. And flag football is a lot on that same arena because what do you need? When you get on a team, you're going to get your jersey. But what do you need? You need your cleats, you need your little mouth guard, and you need a ball, maybe some flags, and you're off and running. It is the great equalizer because it's the sport to the masses. You don't have to be a well-off family to have your sport, to have your child play it. And for all those parents out there that a couple of years ago, you know, wanted to get all nervous about concussions and things like that, you're not getting headshots in, uh, in flag football. You know, you're not, nobody's head hunting out there. There's the contact. There is contact. It's not supposed to be, but there is contact. It just ends it up happens. Because when it you happens. got people running, you know, a hundred miles an hour in the opposite directions, these things are going to happen. So I, I love the fact that you use that term because I'm all over that. Well, they don't, they're not, they don't have a bunch of pads on, so their hits are not going to be as violent as the NFL anyway. Like if you look at studies, rugby players that don't wear pads have less injuries than NFL players that are wearing full armor. So I'm cool with a little bit of contact. Like I used to hit people and when we played like flag football in like the, the sandlot and we did that. We'd hit, we didn't hit too crazy, but I mean, we hit, you, you yeah. know it. So I know these girls can, can tear it up. Is there a place for guys to play with like this at this level? I know that because there's the NCAA, whatever, like for guys that don't want to get hit or that like this better, is there a place? So right now it's exclusively, I mean, on the college level, it's exclusively for women, which gotcha. I, I mean, I love, you know, women empowerment. I think mm -hmm. tackle football has been dominated by men. And I think flag football is something that the women can kind of claim for ourselves. But again, it is inclusive. So outside of the college level, there are lots of men's leagues and there's oh, yeah. co-ed as well. And there's a million formats that they could play in. So there's non-contact, contact, screen, uh, whatever the case is. So there's definitely a place that, and I've seen, you know, some of the men teams dominate, they do just as well. And they love the sport as well. And kind of what we talked about earlier is the, the risk of injury is just a little bit lower um but they can still get those catches in 
Um, a lot of former tackle players will transition to flag football again, just for health reasons, or they're getting a little bit older, um, or they're just never been the big tall type to play tackle football. And here's flag football again, the great equalizer that allows them to play the, the sport they love, but, uh, just a little modified, a little different. And not just that coach, but if anybody that's watching right now, if you want to know a little bit more about how popular flag football is, uh, is getting, if you're a high school football fan, talk to some of the players on that team. I guarantee you they're on a seven and seven on seven league because that's the new AAU basketball, but for mm -hmm. football, these guys are playing it in the off season to stay in shape, to stay sharp, and really just to have a whole lot of fun out there and win some more prizes. Okay, cool. I'm yes, I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting. So coach, what would you say is your biggest challenge when it comes to really, you know, the team and the sport and getting it all together? Oh, um, I guess my, the biggest challenge that I've seen for the sport uh, as a whole is unlike tackle football, where most players start at a young age, right? They're starting at five, six, seven. They, they get a kind of a foundation of uh, fundamentals, but for women, they're not getting that foundation early on. They're introduced to the sport much later in life, in high school if they're lucky, but majority probably post high school. And so the way that they're introduced to the sport is very informal. It's like, hey, you've played basketball for a little bit. You're probably good at football. Give it a try. And so they can still do well, but the fundamentals are not there. So I see a lot of gaps in the knowledge for women in flag football, particularly just because they never grew up with the sport, they're introduced to it a lot later. And so with these camps and clinics that we are starting to host and kind of see pop up all over the country, it's going to close the gap for sure, but it's going to take time for that knowledge to kind of close and catch up to tackle football. Yeah, no, well, definitely. Um, I was actually involved uh, because of my daughter and Nati, as you know, one of the players. Um, we were involved in the first ever uh, flag football combine that was held mm -hmm. at Weber University like three, three, four years ago now. We were involved in the first ever one. And I looked at it and I was like, so, so wait a minute, you're doing a combine, but you've already been giving scholarships for a year. Like mm -hmm. now we're starting to identify the talent. Like, what, what that, that sounds a little backwards, but even though it did go that way, there's some players and Angel Roman, one of your players coach is a perfect example. Angel went to Kansas Wesleyan on a basketball scholarship and she's tearing it up in flag football, but coach is having to tailor kind of the game plan and really the way her development's going because she is so raw, but I've seen this young lady and she's one of those kind of, kind of on the short side. Um, in one of the games that they were playing inside of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, we were down in the dumps because the other team scored and we thought we lost. Within a couple of seconds, Angel's taken off down the sidelines for 60-something yards for the touchdown to win the game <laughs> on, a on a long pass. I mean, it, it, was, it was absolutely exciting. All the parents were joking that if they had been selling alcohol that day in the stadium, they would have been sold out because <laughs> we were that stressed on that game. <laughs> and y'all got what? Was it fourth place you guys got there? Uh, am I right I or am I wrong? Fifth, fifth of the country overall. Um, but the rankings are a little bit different, right? So we'd have to look, go back and look at the win-loss ratio or whatever. But um, overall, yeah, we were kind of around fifth or sixth in the in the country. That's good. Yeah. That's... And they came in second in the KCAC, which is their conference, uh, which, by mm -hmm. the way, that game was played in Arrowhead Stadium. Um, Tyreek Hill was there because a couple of other players were there to watch. It, it was really exciting. Heck yeah. It's it's really exciting to watch this 
from my side, like I said, because like I'm not, I'm completely out of this, and I watched his daughter through her journey and and watching your team grow, and and I'm I'm a fan, uh, just so you know, I'm a fan. Just I, I love the girl to death. She's like my other daughter. Like I've watched her grow up, so I'm in. But I have a question for you. This is is you you're playing in these big stadiums, mm-hmm. and let's say there's pros in the stadium, and there's a coach that says this coach has something special. They walk up and say, hey. I want you to come be my running back coach next season for the Falcons. Leave your leave your girls and come play with us. What do you do? Oh, interesting question. I think um, I'd have to look at opportunities in a, a lot of different ways, right? So there's like the monetary, but also there's something special about flag football that I don't know that I could let go of, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, I think – there's a lot of people whose ultimate goal is to be a coach in the NFL, but I truly believe that flag football is kind of the next NFL. So, you know, do I invest and stay and, and really help the the sport grow into what it can be, or do I jump ship and kind of work on something that's already been established? Um, You know, it's really hard to say. I think, again, the kind of opportunities I'd have to weigh the pros and cons, but I'm not sure that I would just jump ship right away. I think, I truly believe, you know, flag football has given me opportunities up to this point. Why stop now? It's it's only growing. It's growing at a rapid pace. It's the fastest sport, uh, growing sport in the country. What's to say that the, it won't, you know, outweigh or even outdo the NFL 10, 20, 30 years down the line? Um, I, that's, that's an interesting question. It's an interesting thought. Um, but yeah, I, I, my heart is with flag football. And I think more players or more people would benefit from me staying in flag football than just kind of go into the NFL. You can have an NFL coach because tackle mm-hmm. football is, you know, it's been popular, but how many flag football coaches are there? Um, and exactly. we found there's not that many, actually. There's a lot of <laughs> people that come from the tackle world that coach flag football because there's new opportunities here. Um, but the translation isn't always hundred percent either. So Love yeah, the passion, expand coach. on that a little bit because, you know, th- at this point I'm turning into the expander. Um, we actually do have a coach in the KCAC that was an assistant coach in the NFL that decided to oh, move yeah. over to flag yeah. football. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hear passion. That's the, the one of the things I hear from you coaches. There's passion from you. And if that translates across the board, then you can't fail. Like there, that this, it's going to carry you guys in the future and it's going to make pe- fans out of us. Like, I, I was looking to see if there's like my favorite college. Like, does Miami have one? Like, that's my. I, I'm a. But so just, ju- just in case, just in case, because Dolph did bring it up. There's a lot of universities that aren't in these conferences but have club teams, and yeah. those okay. club teams are starting to travel and play against some of the teams that are currently in NAIA. So, I mean, so far, just in our area here, I know of a University of South Florida. You know, the Bulls. They mm-hmm. have a team. Uh, the Seminoles have a team, the Gators have a team, and there's a nice. bunch of other schools that are putting together these club teams. If you ask me, in my opinion, they're kind of testing the waters right now to see how mm-hmm. things feel before they go ahead and they make a commitment uh, to adding another sport to the to the school. Because if it was just for recreation, like most club teams are, they wouldn't be traveling. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. And, and I believe they're giving out a few scholarships as well for these club teams, which I, is, I haven't heard of before, so I didn't know that was a... That was a thing. That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. So, Coach, what would you say is is your goal? Well, you know what? In fact, where do you see this sport going in the future? I know we've talked about 
the Olympics. I know we've talked about some of the emerging things that are coming up, the world championships, stuff like that. Where do you see this going in the next, I don't know, 10 years? I mean, uh, kind of what you've already talked about was I'm almost, I want, I want to say with certainty, certainty that it will be an Olympic sport. Um, but bigger than that, like it's outside of the U S it's also booming. It, it truly is. I mean, I've traveled to four other countries and found flag football in pockets of the world that I just never expected. Um, some of the best teams in the world, Panama, Mexico, and for the same that reason that we kind of mentioned earlier is because of the inclusive inclusivity. Um, it's not a expensive sport to start up. It's a great equalizer. So smaller bodies, typically, you know, demographics that are smaller can play and play at a very high level. Uh, I kind of seeing it growing on huge on the international level. And I already know it has, I mean, just last year, the team, the other team that I coached traveled to the Netherlands, I think just last month, uh, we went to Panama, Mexico, Brazil, and there's talks about going to Japan and, and Canada. So it's, it's definitely growing. Um, do I see it probably, like you said, I think the D1 schools or the NCAA, they're kind of testing the waters. And I, again, undoubtedly almost want to say that it's going to be there in the next few years um, mm -hmm. where people are going to get full rides, full scholarships. It's going to be a paid sport in, in, I mean, in Panama, people pay to go watch flag football games. Um, they have a stadium where they only play flag football. Um, so it's already kind of going in that direction. And I only see it getting bigger from there. Uh, I believe there will be professional paid flag football athletes, um, whether it's with the AFFL or another league that pops up, whatever the case is, I, I think that you can be a professional athlete playing flag football. So I Absolutely. see it being a, a kind of a career thing. I'm so Absolutely. glad we got you now before you got too big for us. Jeez, this is great. <laughs> right? Never then, too big. And we, we'd have to go through her people to be able to get interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> people call your people. No big deal. Absolutely. Well, that that's great. I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of great, great information you're giving us and to, to our viewers to really be able to kind of put a shine on this thing. Um, one, one of the things that we like that we pride ourselves pride ourselves on is not just being like everybody else the copycats mm -hmm. uh you know and and going over different things that's one of the reasons that i wanted to talk about sports that, that you're not watching you know there's a bunch of different sports out there but so many of them are gimmicky i mean you have the wife carrying sport in uh, in finland if you're not watching that is <laughs> hilarious by the way um slippery stairs i got into a couple of years ago and it's not what it was because now there's too much strategy but those are all things that kind of go in phases and people stop paying attention to them. Like this is a real sport with real athletes, with real coaches, with real budgets, with real goals and championships as to where they're going. So I'm really proud to be part of this process. Um, I mean, you know, I, I volunteered for four years to be the announcer for the flag football team at my kid's high school. Even after Alexis graduated, I was still announcing the games because I didn't like the disparity on how on how good the announcing was for tackle football, but it was so lacking for flag football. Mm -hmm. So we started playing a lot of music and you know me, I got a big mouth. Uh, we just we, we make it happen, have a lot of fun up there. Uh, so it, it's been interesting to watch this whole sport really change from my first exposure to it was NFL flag when my son was five years old. I coached his flag football team at that point and Alexis, sure enough, cause it was, it was a, uh, she didn't want to play because she wanted to be a cheerleader. 
But whenever I needed another boy to fill in a spot for practice and somebody was out, guess who was filling in? <laughs> Alexa was in there, her little cannon throwing the ball all over the place and really getting into it with the boys. That that girl has been throwing a football since she was six. So she she's been a lifer into the football into the football world. And I'm so proud as a dad, you know, and a part of uh, of Coyote family here to really uh, see see it growing and see so many young ladies just really advance. And it's still amazing to me when I go to the campus or when I see them in Atlanta or something like that, how many of the girls I know. So it's it's, it's crazy. I feel like they're I know a bunch of little celebrities. He's all a team over. dad. <laughs> the team. He's the team dad. I love it. Nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, Coach, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate your time. Um, you know what? In fact, I'm going to give you a few seconds here. If you want to give a pitch to America and to the world of why they should be watching flag football and why so many other girls should really be investing into this game and getting into it. The floor is yours, Coach. Uh, I mean, absolutely. I think, like I said, the sport is fun. It's fun to play. It's fun to watch. It's inclusive. Um, but particularly for the females out there, the girls, little girls who never thought that they could play football. I mean, we're here to prove you wrong, right? We're here. We're here to stay. And it's growing. It, it's There's so many opportunities out there now for women and girls in flag football that weren't available um, just you know, three years, five years ago. So, I mean, I encourage every little girl to go out and try something new. Get out of your comfort zone and try something new because you'll never know what opportunities you'll find on the other end. When I started playing at seven years old, did I ever imagine living in Kansas coaching collegiate women's flag football? <laughs> Absolutely not, you know, but because I've kind of stuck with the sport, it's the sport that I fell in love with. Like I said, it kind of defined who I was as a person. Um, I encourage everyone else to to try it, at least try it out, try something new. And at the end of the day, if nothing else, then have fun, right? It's it's all about having fun and getting out there and just trying something new and getting out of your comfort zone. So I think there's a lot of opportunities um, available through flag football, but you won't know it until you try it. So Absolutely. that's my pitch. <laughs> Try it out. I love it. I hope you do too. I want to go play now. Let's go. Come on. Awesome. Yeah, and one go. thing the coach hasn't mentioned is that her brother's also a coach. Yeah. So my brother is uh, my assistant coach. Um, I also have another assistant coach, Coach Tarek Smith. And they both kind of help me in different ways. One's remote, which is interesting as a coach. Um, but, you know, we watch film, stats, the whole nine. Um, but he was also my coach when I was in college. He was my first, uh, I guess, coach uh, at a, as an adult. And um, we kind of played against each other my whole life, with each other. And then he's coached against me. I've coached against him. Um, but he really helped me push the sport forward, was encouraged me to play with other girls and other women and introduced me to the club team at University of Maryland. So I have a lot to, to thank him for. He's awesome. So there you go in a nutshell, everybody. Uh, I'm ready to run through a wall, go catch a football. <laughs> I hear lightning outside, but that's not going to stop me. You know, uh, it, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. I encourage you, um, you know, find some time to watch some of these games. You don't have to just be there in person. You know, I can't fly to Kansas every every other day to go watch a game, but I'm watching them streaming online. So whichever school you decide to to watch, Royal Yotes, just bias. Um, there's definitely a live stream for these games. You can watch them. It's a good experience. Now, don't expect to have NFL quality broadcasting on these things. 
but it's a fun sport to watch. It's getting there. The broadcasting Mm -hmm. has gotten better just in these two years that I've been watching it. But go out, watch the watch local team. If your local high school has it, go enjoy a game. Trust me, it'll be worth it. And especially for these games, it doesn't cost a whole lot. So go have a good time, Mm -hmm. enjoy the sport, support them, show these young ladies that you got their back and that what they do matters. And trust me, they're going to have fun. You're going to have fun. And you're going to see a sport that's starting kind of from the fledgling area right now to something that could be very big. Okay, so that's our show for today. Again, thank you to Dolph. Thank you to Coach Nguyen. Appreciate everybody coming on, everybody that's viewing us. Remember, check us out on, on on our audio broadcast also. We're here. We're not going anywhere. And we'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. Awesome. Thank you. That's the show today. What are you waiting for? Like and subscribe below. And we'll see you next time.